Welcome back to another episode of Chris Talks. This week we're talking to L Murder, up and coming battle rapper, and just wanted to get his insight on how he got into battle rapping, how he's pretty much getting into, like how he got started, how do you get into leagues, and how do battle rappers pretty much get paid? And pretty much he just explains his insight and like his creativity when it comes to battle rapping. Hope you enjoyed the show. Yo. Yo, can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. So I'm just going to introduce you now. So... Welcome to another episode of Chris Talks. And today we have El Murder, the, the chef, right? Or Yes, sir. <laughs> the chef. Stay in the kitchen with it. Okay. So, like, <laughs> tell us a little bit about what you do. Because I know what you do, but my audience doesn't. Well, classify myself as a battle rapper. Mm-hmm. I don't really consider myself, like, a full-blown artist because I don't make music like that. So... Mm-hmm. I just stay in the realm of calling myself a battle rapper. It's the best way to put it. All right, all right. So I had a couple of qu- things I want to ask, and like we're just gonna free flow with it a little bit. So why did you become a battle rapper? Like, well, shit. Well, <laughs> you've known me for a long time, so mm-hmm. I don't know if you was around during. There was like a good. Like when I first got introduced to battle rap because my older brother is really close with uh, Keishan. So we all grew up in the same neighborhood. So I knew who Keishan was. And <clears throat> one day my brother came in the crib like, yo, you know Keishan, uh, his name is, he said his real name. He's like, yo, you know, he battling or whatever. I'm like, word? And he's like, so he showed me one of his battles and it was against Tayrock. It was the first battle when they were in this like little shop. And I'm like, yo, this shit is fire because you get more bars in that type of setting than you will get in regular music. Because mm-hmm. now most music is catered for melodic stuff to be able to like bring audience in. But with battle rap is mainly catered on bars and performance. Mm-hmm. So that really drew me in. So I seen like that. I watched K-Shine versus Tayrock and K-Shine versus Millennium L. And it was like a few other battles that I watched and I, that shit like drew me in. I started watching that shit more and more. Before I knew it, I was like hooked on that shit. So anywhere I went, I was over here blurting out bars, just bugging out, doing some other shit. Like, Yo, what's wrong with this man? I'm just ah, ah, rapping. Excuse my dogs, they crazy. But I used to always, you know, just be rapping everywhere. And then as I got older, <clears throat> I, got, I went to college and I, I was around a whole bunch of people who rapped. And they would be like, yo, fuck it, we out, let's go freestyle. And I'm in there rapping, like, oh shit, I'm low-key better than some of these people. And they've been they've been rapping for a minute. So I started putting together more shit and we made a few songs or whatever. And none of those songs I ever see the light of day because they all got deleted off of a hard drive, a whole bunch of bullshit. But uh, <laughs> I was just, you know, I, I started really like, believing in myself like yo i could put these words together and then you know more years pass mm-hmm. by and i i come across a battler that i worked with and he's all like uh, his name is hf smooth and he's like yo bro and you got some shit because i was like spitting some shit that i had wrote and he's like yo that's fire like why are you not battling it like i was like ah shit no i just haven't had the opportunity because it's like you ask somebody like yo can I battle on your league? The first thing they're gonna ask you is, do you got footage? How am I gonna get footage if you don't, like if you can't get a battle? So it's like, it's the same mm-hmm. thing with like real life, with like when you trying to get a job, I'm gonna be like, yo, you, you haven't had a job before? Like, what's your experience? I ain't got nothing. Well, you better go get some. So with that being said, I, I was on Twitter and I seen some uh, fucking, these text battles on Twitter. And I seen these two people that I was like, yo, some of the bars is alright, but it's like I'll wash these niggas. But at that time, mm-hmm. I wasn't really paying attention to how intricate what they were saying was. So I'm like, oh, I'll wash these niggas. Fuck that shit. 
So I DM the person in there and he all like, I bet if you want, we'll set you up with a plate and give you like a week or two, just write a round, which is 10 bars and text battles, which is 10 bars. Well, 10 lines, mm-hmm. because you could stretch that shit around. So I'm like, I bet. So at the time, I was already writing stuff. So I had had material in the tuck. So he gives me the name. Like, Yo, this person's actually a live battler. His name is Ace Vegas. I'm like, I bet. I look into him, and it's all like, so I'm like, okay, they gave me a live battler, somebody that I can actually do research on. It's not some random text opponent. So I was like, I bet. So I had bars in the tuck. I took out like a good six of them that I already had written. And then I took some bars that I like, I started coming up with some shit, but it's weird. Cause sometimes I'll have bars that are there that I have written or ideas that I have written and I'll see something mm-hmm. else and I'll pull from it. Like, hold on, wait, I watched this battle and he, he did some dumb shit like this. So it kind of correlate in this rhyme scheme. So I just start moving bars and adding stuff together. And it comes out to a stronger product. So I'm just all like, I bet I cooked up some shit for him. All 10 bars to me was fire. I smoked that boy. And he he mm-hmm. spit some, put some random ass verse that was type trash. And everybody's like, oh yeah, like Elmer to smoke him, I bet. But in that chat, there was a nigga named uh, MC, MCPM. And his, uh, his name is Matt. And shout out to him because he, he actually got COVID and, and actually is on like, past his two-week quarantine and he bet and shit like that but um yeah he 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 i was like yo i'm trying to get a live battle he's like yo i fuck with a league called eccm if you want you could like i'll, I'll send you like the lookout to them so i'm like all right cool so i do my shit i i, I reach out to them and they they get me locked in for a, a one-rounder tryout battle and then everything was was pretty much history from there. I was like, I bet I got my I got my stomping ground. Like I I solidified myself. And and it, if you notice, I, I said my brother's close with Kayshawn. Like that right there is pretty much like for most people, they'll be hounding the nigga like, yo, put me on, put me on, put me on, put me on. Because Kayshawn is one of the biggest battlers out. Like you ask people right yeah. now, they'll be like, who's in your top five? They're like, oh yeah, Kayshawn. He's been trying to run for like three years. So. And I, I wouldn't say that like I'm really close, close with Kayshawn, but he he know who I am. Like we had conversations. Like when I was younger, I threw a pumpkin mm. at that nigga from my fucking from my window and <laughs> shit like that. You know? So he knew who I was. So I was like, yeah, you know, we chopped it up, or whatever. But he really close with my brother. Like if you watch any of Kayshawn battles, my brother is right behind him. Like, and the mm. the most recent shit, the Genesis event. My brother is standing right behind him. There's a small ass like entourage on the stage in terms of like who's close to him. He's dead ass the only one right behind him. So it's like he's close as fuck to him. And he'd be telling me like, yo, pop out to this event, pop out to this event. But it's always some bullshit. Like, it's either I'm battling that day or some other shit happens. So it's always some other stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. we, could, we could transition because I feel like a lot of stuff would be, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're good. Keep going. Keep going. It's fine. Because <laughs> um, like, I'm listening. <laughs> Cause like it, it's interesting, like because you said like oh like your inspiration pretty much is K Shine, and like you already had a close relationship with him, so it's just like it's just very interesting, like how like you got into battle rapping because of the simple fact that you knew K Shine, and it's funny because well between me and you, like you're the one who introduced me to battle rap, and I became a fan of K Shine. <laughs> That's a fact. Zip a buck. <laughs> I remember. I forgot. I, I don't remember the name of the guy he was battling, but my favorite, my favorite line that he said, he was like, "This nigga's real name is Tyranium," <laughs> and I was just like, "This nigga here, Tyranium." You don't know who Tyranium <laughs> on. Like, yeah, that was against Calico. Yeah, that shit is dumb funny. <laughs> so, like, when you when you got into the weed. And like you were saying, like oh, you did the tryouts and everything like that. How how did you feel about like first doing it? Were you nervous about like doing the bars or like did you? Because you said you had some writings. Like when you did the tryout, did you um like already had writings for the tryout, or did you like freestyle it? Did you or did you like how you said you you move some words around you from one of your writings? Yeah. So for the for the tryout battle, so I had. So initially he told me he was trying to do an event in about like nine days. 
And I was all like, yo, I have enough material that I could put this together and just run with it. Cause I was confident off of beating Ace Vegas in that text battle. So I'm all like, if I can just rearrange some of these bars, like some bars that I have written down, that would give me a starting point because the person that they offered me after, cause the, that first event, I, I wasn't gonna be able to make it for the nine days. They couldn't get an opponent. So he's like, yo, I have an event coming up in about a month and a half. If you want, you could get on that card. It'll be a tryout. All right, cool. He gave me somebody named Manny Uwa. No footage. But what he tells me is his bro, Beretta Broke, he's like the person who's co-signing him for the battle. So we think this is going to be a good battle because we seem like I, they asked me to send them some like rapping, like the footage of me rapping. So I'm like, I bet. I sent them like the round that I did for Ace Vegas and like a little freestyle that I did for Twitter. He's like, I bet. So wait, can can I ask you this? When they say footage, like if you're not part of the league, are you supposed to just like give bars in front of the camera and just show it to them? Yeah, pretty much that's what I did. Cause in text battles, I had I had wrote. That's the thing though, because in text battles, you could only send a page. So it's like you see like the memo in your in your iPhone, the app. Yeah. So it'll have to be, it has to fit in one page. So, and it's also 10 bars. So with that, for Ace Vegas, I had wrote like 16 bars, but I only sent 10 to the texture. So for that, I was like, yo, he wants me to send him footage. Like he said, yo, if you have any bars or anything like that, just send me a video of you rapping so I hear how you sound and see how you deliver shit. I'm like, I bet. So I took that Ace Vegas joint and I, and I recorded it. And it's crazy because... I, I now that I'm more in tune with the culture because I'm I'm battling and shit. I've met people that have a hard time of remembering things, and my memory process is very very fast. So for me to be able to take those bars and even though I knew I I, I put them in the text battle and shit, to be able to go and just remember them, I remembered them shits in like thirty minutes, and that's not that's not really easy. Like I took the whole shit, remembered it, boom, spit it, bang, send it in a video. And he was like, I bet like, you're good to go. So that that was pretty much the footage. Like it wasn't something that was like, oh, I have to come up with something new and then rap in front of the camera. But most battle leagues, they're going to tell you, like, do you have a battle? Like, can I can I watch some footage of you? Because most of the time you have to see from a league owner's point of view, if a new battler comes up to you and they're on some, oh, I want to get paid. What are you bringing to the table? Why should I pay you if you don't have any footage? Like, what is that doing for me? What is? Are you bringing any fans into to the venue? So you have to build mm-hmm. that that establishment for yourself to be able to say like, yo, you got to pay me. So most of the time they're gonna ask you for footage because they know that's the second question that somebody's gonna ask. Like, oh, can I battle in your league? Yo, this is my fee. Like, what? You don't even have footage. How are you gonna ask for a fee? So off the rip i already knew in my head like i bet i'm gonna do this first battle free i should be good and then go from there but the, a lot of people to be honest is still battling for free and like, that shit is kind of sad but <laughs> we could talk about that later but <laughs> other than mm-hmm. that like that first battle for me i was nervous because it's like i don't know how capable that person was of rapping like all i know is that he's co-signed by another rapper and then i watched the other rapper and it's like he's all right like in my head i'm all like y'all can make me battle him and i'm gonna cook him so it's like i'm gonna cook whoever y'all put in front of me so i'm like i bet i should be able to beat him so i'm writing my bars and shit like that and it's about i was going through mad shit at the time i was i was like uh doing mad work related stuff and studying for like it related work Mm -hmm. so i was like in a different zone but at the same time I was like writing bars like nonstop. So it came to a point where it's like a week before the battle and I'm like, shit, I don't even have my round crafted really, but I know I have mad bars here. So I started like taking bars and moving them around and making sure that they were in the right place. And I'm like, yo, how am I gonna do an opening for this shit? And then I went to like a old like folder that I had and I wrote this scheme like, uh, like a few months ago a wall and out scheme but the way that i had the wall and out scheme it was like hmm this is fire i mentioned like charlie clips and like like all the battle rappers that was on wall and out i mentioned all of their names so i took that and i was like i bet his name is emmanuel because he started trolling me heavy on facebook so i'm like all right his name is emmanuel isn't there a nigga on wall and out named emmanuel 
And I'm like, yeah, it's Emmanuel Hudson. So I started like taking shit like that. Like, all right, bet. I'm gonna throw that in there. And I just came up with the, my mama said, baby. <clears throat> Damn, I don't shit. I'd be forgetting that shit now. <laughs> my mama said, baby. Cause the thing is I start all my battles off that same way. So when I think my mama said, baby, I think of the most recent battle or even like the bars that I'm remembering for future battles. So my mm-hmm. mama said, baby, uh, if you want to be a hitman, keep walling out, stay conceited, and only aim clips at them stars. Yet they gave me a manual. Mm-hmm. Now with shots flying from the Hudson till it hit a Hudson, and they're gonna be asking all them questions when the lead dump them. Like it's just like tying in. But if you really listen to certain parts, it's like it's tying in a whole bunch of different things. So it's like the mentioning of all the battle rappers, and then Emmanuel Hudson. He used to have mm-hmm. that asking all them questions why are you asking all them questions assuming that you're gonna be asking yeah. all them questions to the lead dump them. like i started like i hope like now that i hear the bar back i should have put to the text dump because then that would have even made it like another layer to the bar like because it's like oh why are you asking mm-hmm. them questions? oh then you get a de- uh, like you get dumped from text so it's like add a little layers and shit like that so that's how i'd be thinking of certain bars other people i'll hear them and they'll just rap one line and it'll mean just one thing singular that's it and then go on to the next one like it's just straightforward punches i like to do like mm-hmm. more schemed or layered into like weaving into material and like try to find certain things that correlates to that person but also means something else mm-hmm. in a different way so that's how i like cook up so like a double one yeah like though. most of my material if you just like really listen through you're like oh no he's saying multiple things at once like he's really cooking up so that's like that's something that i predicate myself on like being able to out rap other people but also after doing the first battle like i got my whole round together and i'm all like i bet i'm ready to go i fucking i stumbled in my first minute because when I was writing the bars or whatever, I get through a certain part and I had a different bar there, but I was so used to switching my shit up that I took something out that I felt was weak. And then I was like, I bet I ain't gonna say that. I'm gonna have this there. But then when it came to that point, I fucked up and I was about to say the other shit. So I, I, I tried to like get my shit back together. And I, I was like, I bet, let me get it together. And then I, I went through my round. A lot of people, they'll just, oh, damn, I don't know where I'm at. Fuck, Jersey, time. Like they'll just, give up I was like nah fuck it I traveled like because it was in Massachusetts I'm from New York I had to travel three and a half hours I had to take a train bus all this other shit and it was mad shit going on it's a whole bunch of people saying yeah 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 we're gonna go with you we're gonna go to the event and then the day come nobody show up so it's like nobody yeah. hold up yeah. but in my head I, I kind of expected that because it's Massachusetts because that shit is deep so I go out there and I, I do my shit and I'm like yo it takes a lot to be able to perform because then you watch the footage back and you're like damn the bars is fire but you realize that not everybody can just go up there and perform because throughout that night i sat there and i I watched the rest of the battles and i was so disappointed in myself for fucking up because it's all like i've rapped better than almost everybody in that room like if you're talking about pen to pad i'm out rapping all of them i've heard multiple people Mm -hmm. say bars that i threw out like little things I'm like, oh, that's mm, that's all right but that's trash i throw it out and then i hear somebody else say it. it's just all like man like all right i see what level i'm at <laughs> and then i feel like the league that i'm at they respect me too because they did like some rankings and they have me fairly higher up than a lot of other rookies and other people that just came in and the plates that i'm getting in terms of battles coming up are a little bit more consistent man, i need some water <laughs> So like, how, how does that ranking work? Like, uh, can we see it? Can we like look it up online? So they actually have it in like a, a Facebook group. But if you want, I could I could oh. send you it because I I use that ranking as motivation because mm-hmm. the people that I see ahead of me, I'm like, all right, I gotta I gotta I gotta change that because. I know what I'm capable of, and I also after my second battle up there. I realized that, all right, I didn't choke. I didn't fuck up. I got through all my material, but I still wasn't satisfied with the outcome of the battle. I won the battle. I feel like I beat him 2-1. Um, and then on top of that, he rapped longer than me. And that really irked me because my whole thing with my second battle was that I didn't, like, 
I prepped myself. I over prepped. I wrote so many bars that I'm all like, all right, bet. How do I want to put this together? And I try to do the same thing that I did the last time, but I gave myself time in terms of like three weeks before the battle. I'm gonna each week. I'm gonna like take time out to create each round, and then on that last week, I'll be ready. Like I'll be able to just run through everything and be good. But it didn't really happen、mm-hmm. like that because my first round, I crafted it up, and I'm like, "Ooh, this is fire! This is perfect! Finally, boom! Had that done. I had that done like a month before, so it was ahead of schedule. Second round, coming up with it, boom! I'm like, 'Oh wow, I'm walling!' But then I start recording it to see how far I am in the round, and I'm like, three minutes, three twenty. But it's a two minutes each round, and they're telling us, 'Yo, there's a whole bunch of battles at night, so keep your rounds low.' So I'm like, 'I bet.'" But then it gets to the point where they're like, "Damn, how much material I'm actually gonna take out?" So then my third round comes, and it's like a week before the battle, and I'm like, "Yo, how am I gonna actually properly like get this shit together?" And I, I called some other battlers up, and I, I ran through some of the bars that I had there ready. And one of my and it's crazy because the person I said I watched, Beretta Broke, that's actually one of the bros now. He told me like, "Yo, just take that round and, and run with it. Fuck that shit. Like, stop tweaking it because if you keep tweaking it." When it comes for the battle, you're gonna be unsure of it, and it's gonna fuck you up. I'm like, I bet. So I just took what I had there, and I just went. This motherfucker rhymes four fucking minutes when I'm rapping two minute rounds. <laughs> I'm looking at him like, hold on. They're about to close the venue because we get the last battle of the night. They're about to close the venue, and this motherfucker is still rapping. Oh hell no! <laughs> so I'm like in my head, I'm like, yo, should I add some extra stuff that I had there? Should I like? And then once I go up there, I just I do what I do because I was already locked into how I was gonna perform that shit. So it's like you go through the motions, you boom, 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 and then it's just boom, everything is done in a flash. So I'm like, I bet the battle finishes and we all chop it up, and it's just all like I should have kept most of the material that I had in there. Like that shit taught me a lesson, like. Just because the league owner tells you it's gonna be two minutes, come with three minutes. Come with three thirty. Make the motherfuckers call time on you, because you don't want to have no type of doubt in your mind, like, oh, I didn't do enough, or, or there wasn't enough. Nah, you gotta go out there and, and really show these niggas, like, I bet y'all wanna play with me, then I'm a, I'm a rap four minute rounds every time. Y'all may say two, I'm gonna come out there with four minutes, and then they're gonna call time on you, but <laughs> you're gonna have that momentum. And then if the fans is like, nah, 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 let them go, then that just reflects better on you on camera. So that shit taught me something on、mm-hmm, some like、definitely. I want to be able to 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 have enough material to go over my time limit and to make sure that I'm extra prepared and to not sleep on anybody because I got a few battles lined up and the people that are that are、um, lined up for me are, are are pretty good except for one of them I'm gonna dog walk him. Like. <laughs> like, sometimes you just gotta make an example of people like oh man it, I could even count this as some type of promo for the battle because. It got canceled. It was supposed to be April 11th, up in、uh, April 4th, because I had two battles back to back. I was gonna do April 4th up at、uh, ECCM,、uh, El Murda versus Piff Jones, and then a week later、mm-hmm. I was gonna do in New York City,、um, El Murda versus TD Berry. And TD Berry has a, a bigger name, but Piff Jones was was gonna be the example because up there. He's like a he's a rookie, but they rank him higher than what he's supposed to be because he doesn't really perform that well, and he'll have some bars, but they're not that good. And then his last battle, he got completely destroyed, and everybody's trying to tell him like, "Yo, you did really good. That was your best performance." And they're lying to him because he got dog walked. Like the nigga sat there and violated <laughs> him in front of his wife, talked shit about his wife. All this other shit flamed her his wife for the whole third、Wait. round, and then the nigga has the nerve、What? to say that he still won that battle. Bro, you and your wife just got put on shish kebabs in the middle of the battle. What are you doing? Wait, let me just get this right. Like, my son invited his wife to one of his battles. His wife is behind him in and, every like, one of his battles. And when it comes to promo,、no、she talks crazy. Like, there's like best example I could give you. <laughs> I'm trying to promo the battle, so I post something on Facebook, right? Post it in the group.、Mm-hmm. He don't respond. She responds. Who are you? Like, I know you're his wife, but get the fuck up out of here! Like, if you don't want to be mentioned, <laughs> like he's his. Yeah, like if you don't want to be mentioned in the battles, 
then why do you keep popping up like online on in the actual battle like you're there and you like if you don't want to be mentioned like it's clear that you want to be mentioned so i got a little bullet for you i got you don't worry like i'm, I'm gonna make sure that when the battle gets done people are gonna be like all right yeah this nigga is not really nice like who is pissed like why are we actually having him battle it's, it's a time that you know sometimes you got to se- show the boys from the men like you got to just separate them that's that's the objective Nah, that, that, that just sounds crazy. Like, she just sounded like a manager slash hype beast. Like, not a hype beast, but like hype person in the background. Word. It's like, yo, whose band is this? Yo, that's and yo, it's like a manager like, flavor flavor in the background, but that's the way. And I would tell you some some funny shit that that happened, but I don't want to give away too much stuff because I'm prepped for that battle. Like, I have I have so much material for Piff that is is crazy. Like. I have so much shit and it's like the way that I'm like writing and catering like my bars for that like they're gonna be like yo who is this thing like we haven't seen him battle before because I'm gonna I'm really be a different person because I noticed so much stuff that I was like all right this is what I'm supposed to do here or this is what I'm supposed to do here this is how I'm supposed to say something like this or if I pause here they're gonna actually understand what I'm saying or if I do like some type of performance here they'll understand that bar a little bit better. So it's just, it's getting more in tune with it. And I'm learning some shit. So I think I'm ready to really cook up a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Nah, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear, like, to watch at least the next battles. So, like, you, you talked earlier about pretty much fees. So how do you make money as, like, a battle well, rapper? You have to you have to show that you, you bring some type of value. So... I've seen it from two different league owners' point of views. I've seen it from a league owner that doesn't really pay battlers like that because he doesn't have the means for it. And then I've seen it from a league Mm -hmm. owner who has the means for it and he's like always working and always like putting battles together and throwing cards and shit like that. So I understand like how each each side can be can be like frustrating like when you have a a smaller battle league and when you have a bigger battle league because on both sides you're gonna have people Mm -hmm. come up to you asking you for money because of course you wanna you wanna get paid for going up there and actually putting your time into the craft because the average round in battle rap is three minutes so let's say they want you to do three minutes three rounds that's nine minutes of material do you know that nine minutes mm-hmm. of straight rapping is like the equivalent to a whole music album, like a CD? You know how many bars is in there? Like sometimes I'll write around and I'm like, all right, bet this is 80 bars. Bro, people write 16s for music. So it's like 116, 116, 116, 116, right there. That's already, what, 64? Mm-hmm. Another one. So it's like, bam, mm-hmm. that's 80 right there. That's, that's, that's five 16s. And that's just one round. So it's like, that's enough verses. You keep going, you keep adding them up. And it's like, oh, you're putting, and you can only use those verses once because in battle rap is on some, you're not supposed to recycle your material. You can't like go and spit around in Detroit and then go to fucking Chicago the next round, the next week and then spit that same round. Nah, you can't do that because it's on footage. And then people are like, yo, what the fuck is he doing? Like we paying you for this. So you have to always have fresh material. And that shit is not easy to come up with. It's not easy to, you have to lock yourself in and actually like, like really prepare yourself on how you're gonna respond if the crowd, the, the crowd reacts some way or if somebody tries to throw you off. Like you have to be ready for everything to make sure that you get through your shit. So it's a lot of preparation. Like I spent, oof, like, oh man, I had a battle that got canceled on me. And that, that like, the preparation from that kind of almost put me off from one and even battle because he backed out of the battle. And that battle, I, I came up with so much stuff so quick and try to cram it into my brain. Oh, man, it was, it was hard. And then once the battle came, Kobe died that day. And it was just all like, I don't even want to leave the crib because Kobe was such a motivation yeah. for me and so many different things. Like, anybody that know me knows that I'm a huge Kobe lover. I go crazy when it comes to Kobe. So like that shit happened and it kind of just threw me yeah. off and then the person backed out. So I'm just all like, oh, this is some bullshit. But then I, I still want to answer your point and I don't want to cut you off either to, to, to making money. Because mm-hmm. all well, of it kind of adds in. It's like, 
you have to show them that you're worth what you're asking for because there's going to be people and there's actually people that are just capable of waking up and saying oh shit i have a battle today going up there and rapping like 20 like sometimes 10 15 minutes of just freestyles like off the top putting shit together and they're good at it like there's some people like dna charlie clips chef trez like bangs like there's some people that are just known for just freestyling like that's what they can do so i'm not that so i have to show it in a different way i have to show like oh he did get prepared for this battle because he didn't choke he didn't stumble he got through his material and then you have to also bring fans in like you have to show like oh people are watching my battle for my first battle i got a thousand views within about two months i see a lot of battles that don't reach that on smaller leagues so that kind of helped me in itself mm -hmm. and then you have to be able to just like be a man about your shit like if the league owner reaches out to you like yo i got this person for you you think you could do this like in this amount of time if you know you could commit to it yeah and then you build that rapport with that person so it's like all right I know I could call this person and since they're so reliable, I know I, I have no problem paying them this money because I know that they're going to show up because there's people that once they hear that there's a bag involved, mm -hmm. they disappear. I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set that up. Send the deposit. And then they're gone. So you got to be able to, you know, really show that you're worth the bread and then actually go for it. All right, all right. So, like, what happens when, like, people decide to not show up? It's just, like, that event is just canceled, that, that battle is just canceled, or, like... Because, like, you know, I don't know if you know this, but, like, in the UFC, if, like, let's say another fighter is overweight, the other fighter gets a higher percentage of money. So, like, if the fighter is, like, way overweight, they usually... The fight is canceled, or, like, they try to find another person to fight. But the other person already gets like a higher payout because of the simple fact that the person oh, like shit. came in overweight. Does that ever like? I mean, that's not like a real big comparison, but does that ever happen in like battle rap? Like, oh, I have a, like you said somebody didn't show up for one of your battles, so like you show you were gonna show up, but the other person didn't. Like they canceled. Do you still get a payout because uh, they canceled? Or so no? for that situation, so for me since I just started. It was a brand new league that I wanted to put on and it was a last minute shit. So they're like, yo, we can't pay you for this one, but you know, it's a good opportunity to put out. And I agreed with them. So I'm like, I bet, I got you. I'll do this first one. So for that, they told me on your second battle coming out here, we're definitely gonna pay you and we're definitely gonna give you a better name. And they, they hit me up too, like, yo, we got something for you. And I had to tell them like, yo, I can't do that because I already have too much stuff booked up at the time. Because it, it would have been like, if I take that battle, I will battle three times in like in a three week span. And that shit is, is not too good. So I was like, uh, I think I'm gonna chill on that. So for like that situation, if it comes to it and let's say the second battle is going down and they already paid me the money and that person doesn't show up, there's nothing anybody could do about it. They already paid me the deposit. That battle can possibly just get canceled because they may fall out with the league because, oh, you just no-showed the event. A lot of people feel sour about that. But when it comes to like bigger leagues and you're a bigger brand for yourself, like somebody like a, a Tay Rock or Averb, something like that, like you get your deposit, mm -hmm. you get your first half deposit, and then you get your second half deposit. You get your second half deposit after the battle is completed. There's no bullshit. There's nothing breaks out. You do everything that you're supposed to. And URL is kind of setting like these new grounds in terms of contracts where if a battler doesn't show up when the event starts and it's time for their battle, they're getting docked from their pay and the money's going to the other person. So doing stuff like that is is helping the, a lot of battle places because it, it shows like, if you start docking these people pay, they're gonna show up because a big issue in battle rap, especially with smaller leagues, people don't like to show up until like eight o'clock. Like, I know I have a battle at eight. I mean, the event starts at three and they're like, oh, I'm gonna get there at like eight. Like everybody does that shit. And then you go to the battle rent and it's eight o'clock and everybody is just getting in. No battles has went down, even though the event's supposed to start at three and the venue closes at 12. So it'd be issues like that, that really be putting a hindrance. So that's why some of these league owners are getting a little bit smarter and, and booking up these contracts that make it so if you don't fulfill what you're supposed to, they can dock your pay. Mm. Like I, I was starting to learn that too, because like, 
when you when you become like a a, a contract person, like when you, I guess you can say like an independent worker or like a solo contractor, like you have to oblige to that legally by law. So like that, I mean that's good that the, those leagues are doing it. That's fantastic because like I don't know if you know this, but like they could that just take you like if you don't show up and then you complain like oh i didn't get my money and you decide to get a lawyer like if you go to small claims court and you just show them a contract they they're gonna rule in your favor and then they're gonna um they're gonna try to like depends on the judge but like they're pretty much gonna pay the other persons off like their lawyer and their stuff like that that's a fact you agree there's a lot of like situations where people have got taken to court or have been threatened for not showing up or like yo pay back the deposit and like you were saying, like events can get canceled because I've seen an event get canceled because the, the closer it comes to the event, let's say the event had seven battles on the card. Four people hit up the legal and are like, yo, I don't think I can make it. That right there can cut out four whole battles. So it's like, all right, now there's only three battles on the card. How can we scramble to like get these battles back? So sometimes it'll be situation like that and league owners aren't really able to bounce back from it sometimes. So they'll just be like, you know what, fuck it. We're gonna just take this whole card and try to move it to like something to another date and try to get more battles on it. And especially like what's going on with the coronavirus. Oh man, like so many events have gotten shut down. Like so many, like back to back to back to back to back. It's like everybody kind of knew once the NBA got shut down that there wasn't going to be any uh, rap events for quite some time. Mm-hmm. It, it's just crazy, this whole, like... Yeah, man, it's, it's putting a, uh, a strain on, on things that you, like, you wouldn't really expect. Like, everything is pretty much shut down. Like, there's really nothing, nothing, like... But there mm-hmm. are leagues that are taking... Uh, like they're taking battles and saying like hey if you want we could do an online battle and spit like three four minutes <laughs> yeah like they just like they'll record a verse and then send it to the league owner and then they'll just like put that shit together and then send it out and then they'll like url has the app so they they just did something for for tomorrow coming up where they'll have like uh two battlers like mm-hmm. they send their verse and they put it on and that's it boom and then people get to decide who they feel like one but that right there is kind of like, it's different because when you actually get on that stage, it's a different energy. Like that shit is addicting to be honest. Like when you're going up there and you 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 spitting your bars and you get reactions or something, sometimes you may not even think was that hard or something that, that you really put your, your work in and you're like, oh yeah, that you know that that's fire. And they, they giving you that love is a good feeling. Like it's a, it's a different feeling. So that's why it's like, uh, I feel like that's one of the main reasons why I even want to even continue battle rapping because I've been around the culture so long I see how much bullshit gets involved like people go through all of your fucking your mm-hmm. Facebook your Instagram your Twitter they go through and look to see if they can find dirt and then on top of that people that will be around you let's say you haven't fallen out with somebody they are like oh I know you're a battle rapper I'm gonna go tell your opponent some bullshit about you or try to make up a story to make you look bad or sprinkle a little bit of truth and a little bit of lies so that you up there you get tight once you hear the like a little bit of truth and then they start going into lies you're like oh nah these niggas is bugging out like you know like people are always trying to play that game so it's it's like a uh, it's kind of disheartening sometimes but you just gotta just gotta stick with it Mm -hmm. because i've seen like if you really follow the culture i've seen names disappear like big names like when I first started watching battle rap, Young Ill was a really big name, and he just like disappeared. Like he'll come back for a little and then disappear again. And you have to realize sometimes it's it's more than just rap. Like there's a lot of shit that go on in people's life that can hinder them from doing anything. Because there'll be times where it's like you can't write no bars. Like you have no motivation. Like there's nothing to really write about. Sometimes so it's like ah oh, fuck this shit. I ain't gonna do it. But you just gotta sometimes just like you know what? Let me let me watch a battle real quick, or let me let me listen to something and just see how trash these people are, and remind myself that I could I could I could stand with anybody. Cause that's that's what I do personally for me. Like, <laughs> I don't watch battle rap as often as I used to since I started battling, because I'll watch a battle now like thirty seconds in, I'm like, yeah, this is trash. Like, they're not even saying anything that's really nice. Like, or they'll just be like like their delivery or mm-hmm. cadence is just bad so i'm like uh, i'm good on this 
So that shit just motivates me because it's all like, yo, I know this motherfucker just got paid to spit nine minutes of hot garbage. Why can't I go up there and do that if I've already shown that I could I could go up there and put together some heat? So it's like one of those type of things to just keep a nigga going and make sure that I stay on top of my show. So like, give me like an example. You told me Young Ill, but like, give me an example of some boy. Like because I, I watched your first battle and I thought that was like the best battle. <laughs> I like works. at least. Um, what's something that like um somebody said that like they did their research on you that like you knew like oh shit. Oh, they man. First of all, excuse the water. I I gotta get some water real quick. But I had a few people just say my name in general, so it's just all like. Yeah, they have me on Facebook, so they, they, they were able to get my name that way. But I don't have anybody that's really like, oh, I'm lying. Mm. <laughs> the first battle, also from Facebook, my opponent decided to take an angle about me having duck lips on Facebook, which I found funny. <laughs> he would like, before the, the battle came up, he took the picture from my Facebook and started like, doing little promo runs where they're like yo y'all got me battling a nigga who does duck lips like whose man is this and all this other shit and at first I'm like yo this shit is funny but then he kept taking pictures and kept taking pictures and kept taking pictures I'm like yo you're getting on my nerves the next picture that you take I'm gonna go up there and smack the shit out of you <laughs> so I was on I was on my bully for, for a little bit but it was all it was all like in funny games the niggas was trolling and whatnot but People, that's the only thing that I could say they've done for me. Like, they've, like, go on my Facebook and look around. And I've always made this rule, like, if I'm going to battle somebody, I'm not going to have you on any type of social media. Because anybody that knows me knows, like, I've been a troll for a very long time. Like, back in the days, like, all I did was troll. There's not a single picture of me doing a regular face or anything like that. It's always some, some extra weird shit, so somebody will see that shit and just use it as ammo like oh you got this goofy like nah nigga I've changed like yeah I'd be playing around but I still smack the shit out mm-hmm. of anybody so <laughs> you gotta be on that type of time sometimes because people mm-hmm. be bugging out <laughs> have you have you done research and like done like those promos like that at all or not um, I don't like going through people's Facebook and all that like like I said I don't add them on social media like for example Pip Jones like I had him already so for the battles like I had him and his wife already because they were close to the league so it's like all right I know I'm I'm a battle him do I delete him (laughs) I'm like uh it's whatever and then before he trolled heavy like he used to take people's pictures and do all that other shit too but for this battle, he, he he said that he's going to slow down. He's not going to do that. Because I think he realized, like, that just leads to a, a worse ass whooping. Because he just got shit beat down his leg last time mm-hmm. he rapped. So, he's like, the both well, of them. Wife got, <laughs> his wife got <laughs> The beat. both of them. I wasn't looking too good for them. I was like, oh. And it's going to get worse. That's why I'm all like. So he's not trolling. So I'm like, yo, you're smart for that. You're not, you're not taking my pictures. You're not doing all that other stuff. But for me, I can't sit there and watch each one of their battles. Like, I tried that for my last opponent, King Nova. Like, I sat there and I, I watched one of his battles, and he said something extra suspect, and I, I just laughed like crazy. Like he said, uh. You know, even my man blue balls. Like, whoa, like why is your man's balls blue? Like real why do you like, I was just like, yo, whoa, that's whoa whoa there, boy. So I, I was like writing some little angles for shit like mm-hmm. that. And that took me so long that I was like, ah oh, fuck it, I'm not even gonna do that. So it's like sometimes you'll do like your research or you'll look for something and sometimes it just don't pan out. And I realized I don't really like watching a lot of their battles because it, it don't really be entertaining, like there's not that many battles of opponents that mm-hmm. I've had that I'll watch and be like, oh, this is fire. Like, Ace Vegas was the one that I was all like, and that's where a text battle, I was like, hold on. This nigga is spitting, spitting. Oh, he nice. And that shit put a fire on my back. Like, oh, I'm not trying to die. But then also with King Nova, in a sense, that kind of <laughs> happened too because every time he went up to the league that we battled at, he didn't have good performances. 
But then I see a performance of him in New York mm-hmm. and he's turning up. He's not fucking up. He doesn't look shy. He He's in his bag. So I'm like, if this is the type of nigga that's going to show up for our battle, it's going to be a good battle. But he's not going to be able to leave that ca- the casket. But that nigga rapped four minutes. So I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Like, research, research is like, know, like for my next battles, I have done research. But it's not the research that other people will do in terms of like looking for somebody that they know or like going through all their social media. Like I watched two battles from my April 11th TD Berry. I watched two of his battles and in the first 15 seconds of him rapping, I cut it off because he didn't say anything that I felt like was enticing or had me feel like he could beat me. So I'm like, oh yeah, this thing is trash. But from those 15 seconds, I gained enough knowledge. I did like a little research and see like, oh, who did he battle? I'll make note of who they battled. And then I like, but I may have to watch some of those battles to see if there's any lines that their opponent said that is similar to something that I may say so that I may have to like just scrap it. Cause like TD Berry, I have some like ridiculous schemes that I came up with, but I, I want to check to see if anybody did something similar to it because if they did, I may have to scrap it. But if not, oh man, it's going to be a long night. I got like this good 30 second scheme of just pure back to back double and triple entendres. Oh my Lord. <laughs> that's good, that's good. So like, so like usually uh, it's, it's coming close to like the end of the podcast. So I already you already said that Kayshawn is one of your favorite people or battle rappers. Give me top five inspirational people. Like it doesn't even have to be as people. It could be a book. It could be something you read. It could be something you saw. Top five things that inspired you to do what um, you do. All right. So I say one of them is definitely like uh, Kobe. Of course, Kobe is one of those driving factors. Always been for me. Like it's that Mamba mentality. I want to just keep going. Like, I used to have a lot of moments mm-hmm. of like, eh, I'm not going to do it. And I just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, you always got to just keep grinding. Like, Kobe always say, like, there's always somebody out there working harder than you. So you always want to put in the work. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I can't be lazy. Let me just get to it. Mm-hmm. So Kobe has always been one of those motivations for me. Um, Another one, I want to kind of throw like a like kind of random ash- abstract name out there. It's this random guy named Ghost. Uh... A few years ago, I went to a battle rap event. It was a URL event. And they were calling people like, yo, y'all, if anybody wants, like before the event starts, if anybody got bars, y'all could come up on the stage and we'll do a, a little battle from the fans or whatever. So they were calling names or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, I know my brother, up, excuse me. I know my brother up there. I was hoping he would like, yo, call my call my brother name or whatever so I could go up there. Cause I'm like, I, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the, no funny shit off the top. I just started thinking of bars like, oh, I could probably do that. Oh yeah, we good. So that shit happens. But then this kid named Ghost gets called up there. They're like, yo, Ghost, Ghost, who's Ghost? Yeah, Ghost, yeah, come up here, come up here. So they pull him up there and then they have some other random person. And I watched this random fan shake a room of like 3,000 people, like, he just went up there and he he freestyled some shit. He had some written bars you could kind of tell like he had in a tuck. And he did his thing. And it's just like everybody was going crazy. And I'm all like, yo, it don't take like it takes a lot now that I see later on, but it don't take that much to be like, yo, I can go up there and do it. Especially if you know you have talent at certain things. Like I've always been a loud, outspoken person. I've never been like the one to back down from like confrontations and shit like that. So I'm more like I feel like I could be, I could thrive in that in those type of situations. So that was like a big motivation for me because mm-hmm. I seen him go from a fan who never had a battle in his life to going on the biggest stage possible at the time, rocking the room, and then going on and start battling in other leagues. And he just battled Chef Trez. So shout out to that man or whatever. But <clears throat> it's just stuff like that, that that's also motivation. So it was like, uh, so Ghost as well. And then um, I say, uh, I definitely say people like shit. I'm gonna say like Loaded Lux and like Saha the Prince. Like I, I want to like kind of like categorize those type of people in the same one, even though one of them is mainly a battle rapper and the other one is like a 
a music maker, but like I, mm-hmm. those are the type of people that I listen to for music that really inspire me because there's not that many musical outlets that you could go out and listen to like really like hard hitting bars or things that mean multiple things. Like a lot of people are very straightforward with their approach now. So people like Saha and, and Lux, like Lux, like if you listen to his Hot 97 uh, freestyle, <laughs> that's the Rona. But if you listen to his Hot 97 yeah. freestyle, he uh he like if you just listen to like the first 45 seconds to just break down a few bars you start to realize like there's different levels to rap and also with like saw how the prince like he uh he has a lot of things that he'll do with like words and, and sounds and shit like that so that always drew me in and then battle rap also like big t like i do a lot of things with noises and sounds like i'll hear a sound and I'll rhyme it with another sound or something like that. And I was like, hold on, where am I getting that from? Because, like, you, no idea is original. Like, you always, like, an idea is grasped mm. from somewhere else. And I realized it was, like, that Big T influence. Like, yep. I, I, my favorite battle of all time is Sue Surf versus Big T. Like, I can literally rap that whole battle word for word from the first round. To, like, I listened to that battle so many times. Like I used to have it on my phone and be working and just listening to that shit. Like that was my favorite shit. So that shit, I realized like that sound and being able to play around with words like that, that but that was a big inspiration to me. And then I feel like the, the main one is also my brother, like my older brother, like he's always been around the culture. Uh, like he always used to tell me about like battles and shit like that and K-Shine and you can almost any big event you are relevant that nigga is at like he's at all of them shits he, he be keeping me plugged in with certain shit and that shit is it's never on some like oh i run to him like yo put me on for this or oh put me on for that it's more of on some mutual respect so like oh i'm part of the culture i do this you're close to the culture at some point i'm gonna meet you because i know you don't rap anything but you're always like you're in those circles at some point i'm gonna meet you up there and i'll be in those circles too mm-hmm. but i don't need a shortcut there you feel me so it's like one of those type of things. Like yeah. it just it it thrives. It give me that rush. Like all right, let me let me get to cooking, so I can show these niggas that I'm probably. Cause also, my brother is one of those niggas. Like if you're not saying something that's like either extra funny or, or extra like hood shit, he's not fucking with it. That shit is trash. And my style is not always that. So <laughs> it's just like one of those things of like being yeah. able to reach all those audiences and being able to get that type of respect. Like oh nah, this nigga's doing his thing. So this and this and that, but it's not it's not to the point where it's like, yo, put him on because I know him not. I wanna earn the respect and be like, nah, you've been cooking shit, so we're gonna put you on. So it's one of those things that 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 really motivates me and, and thrives and, and gets me in. One last one also is the niggas, bro. It's my niggas. Like they've been around, like I, I'm one of those people, I keep a small circle. And the niggas around me, like, we used to always be trolling heavy. Like I just go up there, I start rapping, and like, yo, that shit is trash. If you don't shut up. Or they'll be like, yo, I, I was going through some bars and my son is just like, yo, where's the performance? You sitting here rapping on that shit is trash, nigga. Where's the performance? Why are you not rap? Why are you not bucking? I'm like, yo, that's a fact. Like, I was thinking about that shit. Like, yo, I nah, he's he's speaking fact. He ain't lying. But other people would be yes men on some. Oh yeah, oh that shit is nah. You need somebody behind you to tell you, yo, that shit is trash. Put that shit in rice. Or yo, turn your shit up because you 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 moving a little like you gotta get together. So I always you know my, most of the niggas that I'm that's around me they always been on that time. Like my niggas, you know my son Keith and my son Young Man be the goat. Okay, okay. So like, you wanna give any special shout outs? Like where we can find you on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, where we can see your your yeah so all my socials like uh twitter and uh instagram is uh l murder the chef all is one word and not el for you spanish niggas we not running no fucking taco ranch el rancho is l m u r d a because i had a few people tell me like is it el nah niggas l so l m u r d a d a yeah, yeah, I, I'm saying too many letters. M U, yeah, yeah, I know how to spell. Anyway, <laughs> so edit that. <laughs> L murder the chef on uh, all socials, and then uh, most of my battles 
are on uh, ECCM, my first and second battle. So all of my battles actually, because a lot of stuff got cut out. So you can watch those on uh, ECCM on YouTube.com and you'll just type in El Murder. Uh, my first battle is against Manny Uwap. Once you type in El Murder versus, both of my battles pop up on YouTube. And uh, also have some more stuff coming up. Um, I also still do text battles on ERBL, Earn Respect Battle League on Twitter. They have some of the best pins that I've honestly seen in my life. Uh, there's this one dude on there named Brizo, and he reminds me that I still ain't, I'm still ain't shit when it comes to like really putting your pen to the pad, because he be coming up with some <laughs> witty shit. I just be like, and he don't take no breaks either. So that's that's really like sometimes you just gotta appreciate that craft. So shout out to ERBL, and I, I shout them out in the beginning of my battles too. So you could also check out some of my text battles mm -hmm. on there. I, I got like a little tournament that we're going to be throwing soon on there. And then also I got ECCM. I'm, I have a battle coming up. I don't know when that's going to be for Pip Jones, like I mentioned, but that should be coming up in either May or June once everything dies down with the coronavirus. And then I also have uh, TD Berry in New mm -hmm. York. And uh, that's going to be a good one too. If anything, you, you most likely will be able to pop out since it's going to be in the city and uh, get busy. Just, just so you know, I just want to tell you this: that that Naruto line in your first battle, <laughs> favorite line of all time. <laughs> just letting you know, like I still quote that to this day. I'll be running with the niggas who got their arms behind their backs, and I was just like, "This nigga, yeah." I was just like, "That's crazy," because he's talking about niggas who's getting in jail or niggas who Naruto right. And I was just like, "It's really like when people here. be having the guns behind their back. It's like niggas is running." With their arms behind their back. That shit is fine. Look, they got triples up in there, boys. Listen, <laughs> we're whining. There's more to find. It's, it's like fine wine. That's that luck shit. <laughs> nah, but I, one of my favorite bars is kind of simple. Is uh, it's in my second battle. Essentially, like I'm old school. A lick, point a finger, then the newspaper switch a front page. I don't know why. I just, I just love how that just comes out, and that's that's that. It means multiple things. That shit is fine. So there's another line that you said. I, I I know the scheme, but I don't know where you were going with it. You said um, it was something about like I'm a legend. <laughs> um, I'm gonna Will Smith, and then you you did the thing where it's like uh, he was like, "Is that you? Is that you? Nah. Is you a mannequin?" And I was just nah, like, nah. what? <laughs> "What? Like what is that's funny as shit because." I Am Legend is one of my favorite movies, and that shit is real, like, shit is looking I Am Legend outside right now. But nah, that 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 motivation for that scheme, mm -hmm. it was just so, like, uh, I had that, like, mannequin bar in the stash for a minute. Because it's supposed to be, uh, I'm killing everything standing, that's his mannequin. Because mannequins are always just standing there. So if I'm still killing anything that's standing, that's his mm -hmm. man or kin. Like, it's either his man's or his kin, it's either your homies. Or your family members. I'm killing everything standing. That's his mannequin. So it's like a play on words for that. But then also from I Am Legend, when Fred, the mannequin, moves from one spot to the other, and he starts bugging out like, hold on, Fred, is that you? Oh, this some shenanigans. Now I got to shoot anything mm -hmm. standing. That's his mannequin. I plan to win. Like, I was, like, playing around with words and shit like that. But <laughs> I don't I don't think uh, a lot of people really appreciated that I Am Legend ball like I do. <laughs> Cause like I got it, but I was like, but I don't like I see the scheme, but I was just like, I don't get it. Am I? Oh yeah, am and that's I why I started something? off the bar with the Will Smith shit too. Like, uh, me and my dog Will Smith a nigga. I am legend. I was saying some shit like that. Like I just mm -hmm. was like incorporating like random shit. And that was from my third. That's the shit. I was like, you know what, fuck. Let me just let me get through this. <laughs> let me just write this and, and go with it. So I was mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. but yeah, that I still like that scheme. Though. It's it's just like a little bit of a because Will Smith was in that uh, Wild Wild West movie. So it's just like take a little Will Smith mm -hmm. shit. And I had another bar in there that I took out. It was like uh, some fucking Will Smith Men in Black shit. But I was like, oh, it's too much performance. So I, I started cutting shit. But it's just like, that's like my process for writing. Like I'll take pieces of different things that 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 all like mesh well with each other. Like a whole bunch of Will Smith movies sometimes would be like subtly, cause some people force it. They'll end each bar with like, ah, if I wild wild west, it'll be men in black. And, nah, nah, nah. Like they'll just keep 
I like to subtly put it through the bar. So it's just all like I'm I'm getting my bar out, but if you look at the bar, it's also references within it. So it's just shit like that to make it a little bit more spicier. All right, all right. Alright, so I'm gonna bring this to an end. I hope you, you already know. It's yourself. good talking to you, Brody. I hope you staying uh, staying safe out here, man. And shit is crazy. Wash your hands. No, better yeah. yet, wash your ass. That should be the the, the tagline <laughs> for the year. Wash your ass, man. Y'all talking about wash your hands? People going in weeks in these quarantines. Yeah, y'all washing your hands, but are you washing your ass? Wash your ass. That's true. <laughs> If you made it to the end and enjoyed, don't forget to subscribe or follow to be updated when I post a new episode. Post a screenshot if you enjoyed the episode on Instagram. Instagram page is Chris double underscore talks or you can like the Facebook page Chris Talks. Hope you guys enjoy. See you next week.